right back here on OMF. Time for our weekly get-together with the coach. We thought we'd be talking about a game, but that is not the case. As there was no game uh, in between the last time we talked with Bill Belichick. Hey, Bill, how are you? Good, Glenn. Christian, Lou, how's it going? What's, What's up, coach? coach? I don't know. You tell us how we're all doing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it almost becomes redundant. Every week we have a conversation with you, and we say, Bill, have you ever seen anything like this in your long and illustrious career? So I, I don't know where to start, but I, I do want to talk about the safety of the players because you talked about it over the weekend. You talked about it as a top priority. Your facility was shut down last week, and it's been reported that the league shut it down Wednesday and Thursday, Bill, and you shut it down on Friday. Is that true? And if that's the case, why did you make that decision on Friday to shut it down? Well, we've been working hand-in-hand with the league, um, you know, all the way through the entire season, going back to the spring and the draft and training camp and travel and everything else. So, um, you know, we every, everybody wants the same thing here. Everybody wants to uh, be able to play, to do it safely, and to, um, you know, manage uh, the, some of the problems and things that have come up. So um, that's that's really the way it's, it's always been. There hasn't been any, any change in that. And I think everybody's doing the best that they can. And, um, and we're trying to make good decisions, uh, you know, for the health and safety of, of everybody involved in the team, not just the players, the coaches, the staff, uh, and everybody else. And, and certainly, um, you know, the players are, are the most important part of the game. Um, but, you know, we're trying to look out for everybody. Coach, you guys get another positive test on Sunday, and, and obviously the game tonight is canceled. I'm just curious, how much influence or say did, did you guys have in that postponement of the game, or was it the league that called it off? All right, well, the game's not canceled, but it's postponed. We're playing this Sunday. Yes, so. post, postponed to Sunday. But was that more of your call or the league? Yeah, we don't really have anything to do with the scheduling. There's There are a lot of things involved, um, I'm sure, for – the league to, to schedule games with other teams and how that affects um, other schedules and uh, stadium locations and travel and everything else. So that, that's not really something we're a part of. I mean, Coach, there's a lot of just unknowns and inconsistencies and just with everything um, nowadays. And I was curious from a player's perspective, I'm, I'm sure they got to be a little bit frustrated with how everything's going. Maybe some of it's out of their control. But do you feel like some of the players are losing trust by how the NFL is handling COVID and the protocols? Uh, well, I, I mean, I can't really speak to how anybody else feels. I think, you, you know, you should ask the, ask somebody else that. Um, but, you know, again, I, as I just said, I, I feel like everybody's doing their best trying to, um, you know, make the season uh, happen and, and work around a lot of, um, you know, I would say difficult problems. Um and we'll continue to do that. Have you lost trust in how the protocols are being handled? Yeah, I just said, I think everybody's doing the best they can to handle them. They're, the problems aren't easy. Um, but no, I think that the there are a lot of smart people involved here, and, and there are a lot of people that are trying to do the right thing with the uh, handling the football side of it, handling the medical side of it, and, you know, trying to balance it all together. Um, again, everybody wants to play, so... I think we're all trying to find a way to make that work safely. It sounded like last weekend you had all the protocol in place. You actually had two different planes, and you isolated certain guys 
on one plane. A report came out on Tuesday that you had requested more locker room space at Arrowhead Stadium. Christian has told us it's one of the smallest, along with Buffalo, smallest visitors locker rooms in the uh, in the league. Uh, is that true? And if that's the case, did, did they explain to you why they couldn't, especially since there are very few fans, couldn't figure some rig up something where they could have some temporary locker room for you? Yeah, again, you'd, you'd have to talk to the people that were involved in that. We, I, I really don't know. Um, you know, we, we tried to work through the logistics that we can control, which was our travel and the hotel stay, the buses, and so forth. Um, you know, the stadium facilities and all that, that's handled through the, the league and and the home team and so forth. So, um, I don't know. I can only speak to our stadium. I can't, I can't really speak to anybody else's. It seems to go against all logic of what everybody was doing. You talk about everybody trying to do the right thing, and certainly in most cases it seems that way. This seems to go against that, right, with people that close to each other? Well, it's a small locker room. There's no doubt about it. (laughs) Hey, Coach, I I don't think anybody would sit there and blame grown-up men for having dinner together, right? They have dinner together, so be it. Be careful, no problem. But I'm just curious that since what has happened here in the last uh, 10 days or so, have you, are there any more restrictions on players, like just telling them what they can and can't do off the field, given just something like that might have caused something going on here in, in your locker room? Uh, well, at the beginning of the year, the league laid out um, uh, protocols for all of us, not just uh, players, but for coaches and staff members and all the uh, I think it was tier one or I forget exactly how they broke it down, but, uh, you know, basically the, the people that are, you know, in constant contact about what they uh, can and can't do. And, um, again, those continue to be emphasized. I'm not sure if they've been changed, um, but they've been emphasized. And, and I think, you know, we all want to be compliant with them. And I guess they were okay with them. There have been a couple of examples that have been, yeah. you know, put out there, um, you know, from other, you know, but again, I'm not really, I don't know how that's being handled. Uh, I I just know that, you know, we're doing what we've been instructed to do and trying to follow all the protocols the best that we can um, in all situations. And that's, you know, some of it's in the building, some of it's out of the building, some of it's team travel, some of it's game day. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of different, a lot of different things that, you know, everyone's trying to be compliant with, and we are compliant with them. Uh, but it's you know, it's quite quite a volume of things. So, coach, when uh, if the facility is shut down, so you guys played on Monday, uh, I think Tuesday was off, and uh, Wednesday and Thursday was shut down. Then you shut it down again on on Friday, and then Saturday, guys came in. You guys had your practice uh, during the days where you're just doing Zoom online stuff. How do guys, I guess, stay in shape? Like, if they're at home and say they don't have a treadmill, they don't have a Peloton or any other sort of, you know, home equipment, how do they stay in physical shape? Do you guys provide them anything? Does somebody drop off a treadmill? Do you guys do calisthenics <laughs> online? I'm not even kidding. It's three days of non-activity. How do, you, how do they stay in shape? Well, it's a continuation of what we did in the spring. Uh, we had players in various uh, locations throughout the country uh, all through the spring. 
prior to the draft and then after the draft when we filled up our roster with um you know the the rookie class um you know there were there were players everywhere they're scattered everywhere and and uh they had access to various facilities or um didn't have as- aspects to various facilities so whatever whatever they had we worked with them on and tried to um provide them with a a workout plan or um uh, the facility or, you know, the things that they could use, how to, how to use those, you know, obviously some body weight exercises and, um, you know, bands and things like that, that, um, you know, they're not weight training, just a different form of, of training and, and, uh, and running. So, you know, we went out and I know a lot of players went out and ran and, um, you know, the parks or, uh, vacant fields. Um, we had some guys staying in hotels that, um, you know, we're able to, you know, to use the facilities there, um, obviously on a, a distancing basis, um, you know, one at a time type of thing. But that's, yeah, I mean, that's what it was. See, I, I see a lot of burpees and air squats, but was that was that also a concern with the amount of time that the players didn't have physically on the field? When, as far as when you talk about health and safety, there's the COVID scare that exists, and then there's also the – Man, these guys haven't, uh, you know, gone full speed in three days, and now they got to go ahead and, and play a game. That's that's got to be challenging, also. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's definitely um, definitely something to, to to address and something that's a concern if you go out there and and kind of play without practicing and you know have bun- bad fundamentals or you know somebody goes the wrong way and um, you know gets put somebody else in a, in a, uh, compromising position and so forth. Like there's, there's a lot of things that can happen with, as you know, bad execution or busted assignments and, and things like that. So yeah, there's definitely that balance of, you know, being able to go out there and, and, you know, be in physical condition to play, um, and play safely. And then also having, you know, a high enough level of execution where guys aren't, um, you know, at risk because they're just, you know, as a team, not able to function or operate and um, execute very efficiently. And and then that can create problems, too. So that's it's definitely a balance to try to get all that done. Yep. It's amazing, Bill. You talk about how complex and how many different things are involved in, in protocol. It becomes extremely confusing, certainly for the public and I'm sure even for you and your staff. And we're trying to read the NFL protocol that's been released by the league. And they claim that an asymptomatic player could return after 10 days while still testing positive. Now, pending league approval, which worries me a little bit, pending league approval, Cam Newton fits that criteria, doesn't he? Wouldn't he be eligible to come back on Wednesday, even if he has not had two negative tests 24 hours apart? Uh, yeah, well, whatever the whatever the league protocol is, it is. Um, is that your understanding of what it is, what I just read? Well, I think there's a little more to it than that. Um, it's testing, it's um, uh, symptoms, um, and you know whatever other medical stipulations there are. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, that's something that our trainers and medical staff uh, would administer. But um, but you know that that is a part of it. Yeah, and I think that 
you know, there's, there's medical clearance, um, you know, for that, uh, again, that's, that's a protocol that's set up by, by the league. That's not a team thing. Well, coach, given, um, you know, the testing, like you said, as long as a player stays asymptomatic, would, would you feel comfortable or would your players feel comfortable with a player on the field that hasn't tested negative, regardless of what the CDC or the NFL rules are? Well, I think, Lou, what you're going to find is that, that if a player, uh, if, 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 a, if a person is has the COVID virus, uh, that they're going to continue to test positive for a, a significant period of time. Mm-hmm. It could be, I don't know, 30, 60 days. I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor here. But, again, depends on how much the the body uh, and how quickly it sheds the virus, um, but not at a contagious state. So that, that's really what it's about. If, if you're just looking at testing on somebody who's tested positive, um, you know, they're going to be testing positive for a long time. We saw that uh, in many teams. I've talked to many other coaches, same thing. Guys that, you know, had it in the spring or in the summer, um, you know, continued to test positive in training camp. And But that was, you know, based on the uh, whatever it is, 60 or 90 days. I forget exactly what the what the timetable is, but from the first positive test, there's there's a certain period of time where they basically expect, expect those tests to be positive. So, yeah, you know, look, I think this whole area is an area that, you know, you really need to, you know, it's, it's just a medical discussion. This isn't a football discussion. It's not, um, you know, frankly, it's not something that I'm qualified to talk about. It's really more of a, uh, situation that you know we rely on our medical staff, our doctors, our trainers, um, and consultation with the league medical team, and and that's really what all this is about. I mean, you know, can't expect a football coach to you know to manage a you know a hospital uh, or or make medical decisions on something like this. I mean, it's just not uh, you know there's no team in the league that's doing it that way. So you know this is this is at a different different level here. Coach, I'm going to file this one under stupid question of the week. And uh, somebody once told me there are no stupid questions um, because we're all in this together. Oh, yeah, there are. <laughs> I heard some of them earlier in the week of last week. Um, listen, I don't know if you know Vic Fangio, head coach of the Denver Broncos. I don't know if what your guys' personal relationship is. I just know these are unprecedented times, Bill, and we're all in this together. So I'm curious if there was any correspondence you had with him or was it all through the league as far as whether or not this game was going to go on, whether his team was going to fly out? Is there any is there any dialogue that goes back and forth with you guys, you know, in regards to what they should expect, or is it just league mandated and it all goes through them? Yeah, I think we talked about this before, Christian. Um, and it's the same answer that I've given you multiple times: is that any conversations between myself. Um, players, uh, other people, league personnel, other coaches in the league, etc. You know, I regard those as personal conversations and and don't feel comfortable sharing those as public conversations out of respect for the uh, privacy of the conversation with the individual that I had them or didn't have them with. But thank so, you for asking. But it's not a stupid <laughs> question, right? 
That doesn't count as my stupid question of the week. I just want to make sure you co-sign on that. <laughs> His next question will be the stupid one. <laughs> no, it's going to be my question of the week. <laughs> I got one more uh, for you, Bill, because you've always approached stuff uh, over the years with, you know, um, we can only deal with stuff that we can control. And obviously, this thing has gotten totally out of control. You talked about the preseason, not ha- having a preseason, and you justified it by saying, well, we're going to do it and approach it the way college teams approach it because they just get into the season. In this one, and it's really not a bye week. Last week, you're doing stuff virtually, game planning. The game is in, the plan is in effect. And this week, you get an opportunity to physically get out there and do it. it, it is this more like a Super Bowl preparation? Are you using that as a guideline, the two weeks that you have to prepare for a team? Um, well, I think there's um, – yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of a comparison that could be made there. I, I think the difference is that when you know you have two weeks, you schedule things one way. Uh, to have one week and then get another week tacked on is, is a little, little different because you just don't – uh, you know, you just don't plan it the same way. But um, that's again, that's to- to- totally out of our control. And uh, the game schedule for Sunday, and you know, we'll prepare this week and be ready to go uh, Sunday at one. Coach, I want to go back to that uh, the the game being postponed because I didn't do a good job following it up. Because obviously, there's a lot of frustration with your players, and, and there was some people that are reporting that. Maybe it was that frustration where the players actually told the league that they weren't going to play on Monday, as opposed to almost telling the league that listen, we refuse to play. Uh, is that is that is that true? Yeah, you'd have to talk to the players about that. I don't know, not that I'm aware of, but you, you, I mean, I can't speak for them. Um, just I guess, uh, how's Cam doing physically? How's he doing physical? I mean, yeah. Have you guys? Have, is, he, have you, he, he, is he ready? Is he ready to go? Um. Again, any any player that would come back to the team off the of COVID would have to go through a a medical um, clearance, and so that'll be part of any any player's return to the team um, from that situation. So we'll have to see how that goes. Okay, Coach, um, it's time now for the question of the week. Now, we, I asked you about the, um, uh, about the players and how they deal with it physically, staying in shape. W- what's it like for you when, you, when, you're, when, the, when the facility is closed and you're at home? Um, is your routine basically the same, or has it been just altered as far as just, you know, just, is, is the time still the same, or has everything changed time-wise for you? No, I'd say it's similar, and... and- of course, we had a lot of experience with this in the spring. Um, so, I mean, we're in game weeks now, but we had spring, uh, you know, kind of the concept of OTA days or mini camp days or things like that. So, uh, you know, we adjusted uh, what we did based on the opportunities that we had, um, you know, to utilize the time, and we'll do the same thing now. So we'll work around, um, you know, whether we are or aren't practicing, um, and to have virtual meetings and, and so forth. So it just really depends on what, what the schedule for that day is, how, how we feel like we can maximize uh, the time and the opportunity for everyone. Um, you know, meetings are important, but so are other things, as you mentioned, like trying to stay in shape and getting some running and uh, conditioning and 
uh, so forth in, you know, individual film study and game individual preparation, not just, you know, group meetings and all that. So there's some different aspects to that and just try to allow enough time and, and budget the, the time efficiently so that um, players can prepare, coaches can uh, prepare and game plan and uh, that we can you know, get the team ready to go uh, the best that we can for Sunday afternoon. Uh, is it fair to say that the, um, I guess the mental work is done, the install is done, now it's all just about getting reps in? Or do or you think you guys have too much time to prepare? Maybe we'll add some more stuff. Well, I'd say the way it worked out last week was, you know, we felt like we were going to be playing with one day of practice. Um, so I think that affected a little bit of our installation and our um, game planning to a degree uh, now that we have uh, a little more time and also a lot of preparation time. We put a lot of preparation time in last week, not very much field time or practice time, but a lot of preparation time. So I think we, you know, we know Denver very well, as I'm sure they feel like they know us based on, you know, the games that we've seen this year. And, and um, you know, and there may be some injury changes uh, based on the extra time of, you know, who's available and who's not available as well. So uh, as you know, you know, key players um, one way or another could, could affect things too. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say that it's just, uh, you know, Xerox everything from last week and just change the dates on it and hand it out. I'm, I'm not sure that that's where it is. I certainly wouldn't characterize it as, you know, starting all over again or something brand new. But I, I think this is going to evolve a little bit, um, probably for both teams, in terms of, um, you know, game planning, but also, you know, managing uh, some players that with the extra week, their status may have changed uh, or may potentially change from what it was, um, you know, what it would have been if we played, if we're playing tonight. So just have to see how all that plays out. But, I, I, you know, I think there'll probably be some changes there. Let's hope, uh, Bill Belichick, we have an opportunity to actually talk about a football game next Monday. It would be nice. Yeah, sounds good, Glenn. I'm all for that. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, cool. all right, Coach. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.